there. I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Victor Schoenfeld. Could you take us into a typical day on the job? And I'm guessing there is no typical day. So if you want to give us a a couple of examples and how things change during the year, because obviously there's the growing season and the harvesting season. So could you share with us kind of beginning in January, how the year unfolds? So January, we're still making a lot of blending decisions about the wines coming out of the previous vintage. So we harvest because we have a lot of in, uh, a lot of varieties at differing elevations from 1,200 feet to close to 4,000 feet. We have a, quite a long harvest. So 14 weeks is would be typical. It can be longer sometimes. That's a long harvest and that's an intense period. So actually, if I start with the harvest period, so I'll get to the winery at 630 I'll taste through all the red fermentations with at least two other winemakers, the red fermentations that are still fermenting with skins because all the color in red wines comes from the skins of the grapes, and it's a critical time to decide how to manage the fermentations to maximize the potential of the grapes. That can be an hour, an hour and a half, and then I'm out in the vineyards. I go out in the vineyards until lunchtime, and I'm looking at evaluating. I'm tasting a lot of grapes, first of all. Because I taste grapes and I imagine the quality of wine we could make from the grapes that I'm tasting. And the flavor of the grapes, especially in reds, but also whites, is a critical part of the decision about when to harvest the grapes. So we still have graphs of ripening and acidity and sugar levels and all sorts of things. But still, the actual being out, looking at the state of the vineyard and tasting the grapes is absolutely critical. Then I come back, have lunch, and then spend uh, with uh, the head of our wine growing department reviewing the samples of what we sampled out of the vineyards. So we have a team of nine people sampling the vineyards every day, looking at the results along with us being in the vineyards and deciding what we're going to be harvesting the next couple of days. Late afternoon, I free up for consultations with the winemaking team generally. Because it's a natural product, there's always issues that arise. So we have, you know, kind of general procedures of how we want to be making the wine, but there's endless issues that come up that need to be thought through. So we, you know, we try to be efficient. I have a great team, but people know when they come to me, they have to tell me the subject we're talking about. They have to have all the relevant information to be able to make a decision. They have to have thought about it and recommend a course of action. Then we talk about it and we make a decision and we move on. So those are 12-hour days. Back in the old days when I started, there was no legal limit on the number of hours you could work. Now there is. So we're not supposed to work more than 12 hours a day. So we try 
through a lot of effort during the harvest to keep it at maximum 12 hours a day. And then during the rest of the year, we do a lot of tasting because we have hundreds of wine lots in the winery and we're blending those into numerous products. So we can taste, um, I mean, easily 50 wines. And when we do that, we're comparing them. And if they're the same variety and around the same quality level, we're working on kind of ranking those wines. So it gets to be really fine work and it's actually quite exhausting. It's very physical to taste that many wines. And then we're always doing research. So there's always results to be looking at and discussing. There's always barrel work. We have 11,000 barrels at the winery. July is a little bit of a quieter move, but other than that, we're working uh, pretty energetically. So just to be clear, when is it that you're harvesting grapes? When is it that you are doing most, I know you're tasting all the time, but then when are you doing, I guess you always have some kind of fermentation going on because from the prior year, but could you just give us a quick overview of the way that the year unfolds? Yeah, so we harvest August, September, October. If it's a cool vintage, we'll sometimes go into November. At the beginning of the the few months following harvest, we're tasting and blending, you know, the younger white wines that get released earlier and red wines. And then we start working on blending the more mid-range wines from the vintage previous. And then in the spring, we're working on blending you know, the high-end red wines from the two harvests before. So there's kind of a pattern that happens during the year. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.